Player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hello. Hey. Kevin, you've ruined, the, you've ruined the J the J theme here, man. What's going I on? I have. No, I'm Jace. I just wanted to mix it up. I don't think at any point I've never not said my name. That's so not I thought true. I'd be. Is that not true? Yeah, no, that is not true. We'll get to coax you into saying your name. No, there was one episode where we just said random other names of each other, and we and we wondered if anyone ever noticed. We swapped. I, that's right. I, I don't wonder if that. anyone noticed. I think I was Jono, and yes, I can't. Um, maybe I was Jace. Confusing. But well, I, I I am a bit more Jono right now. I've got a beard, and you don't, Jono. So this has been, you know, beard. You've been beardless for quite a while now. No, no, only a week. Oh, a couple of days. I shaved. Yeah, you're growing yours back. Nice. Mine will yeah. be back tomorrow, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> concentrate really hard at Homer Simpson. I don't even have to concentrate. It just occurs overnight. So, <laughs> um, you know what? It's regular Halo update time. Current rumor on the rumor meal is that Halo Infinite will not come to the Xbox One. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but, you know, I just thought I'd bring it up. Uh, so, it was that and that it was going to release in 2022. Ooh, yeah, that one. Both were denied by 343, so I think you're okay. Oh, Although, yeah. Good thing I, I imagine you'd probably want to be playing it on a Series X anyway, wouldn't you? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I love the ability to play stuff on other things too. So, you know, if I can have... What is it? Four generations of Xboxes running in my house at once? That would be brilliant. I mean, I, it doesn't seem to work very well, but you know. Wouldn't that be interesting, though, if this happens? Because remember when the Xbox One was revealed and they had all that TV kind of push and yep. it was going to be, you had to be online and all that, and that changed dramatically when, when it launched because of the feedback. If this happens again, it does not bode well for Microsoft. They should just kind of stick to their guns. They said they were going to have all their games for a certain amount of time at the very least, play on both, you know, the current gen and next gen um, and PC, which everything is on anyway. Um, yeah, it'll be backpedaling again because of like people complaining, but the Xbox, the, the vision of the Xbox One is the world that we live in at the moment. Like you can't play without having a internet connection really with anything. Yeah, this is true. If, if I turn my internet off for a second, um, there goes all the Game Pass games. They pretty much say, you need to be online to make sure that this is a valid connection. So, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that with Game Pass, I know, I know for a fact with Game Pass on PC, you can set a home PC or a home laptop or whatever you've got. Yes. Yep. Um, and then you can play those games offline. And I imagine that if you have a home Xbox, it's the same thing. I think so. Mine set as a home Xbox, but I, I did have a, a day the other day where my internet was off for like two minutes and I tried a game and it went <laughs> so. so I think I think that's only for launching but I know that we were trying to run a Game Pass game on a non-home Xbox that we had here the Xbox One S yeah. and the moment that the internet dropped off that machine it just took you straight out of the game didn't matter what you were doing uh, you were just done. but on the home Xbox it continues to yeah, play yeah, I think that's correct. Launch it. Yeah. That, makes, that makes a lot more sense it does it does yeah. so, so that's my game news for this week I mean you know I don't think I have anything else Oh, I'm not sure I do. I played Slay the Spire. I know you, you both talked Ooh. about it a long time ago. I got yep. to say I really enjoyed it. It was good. I'm going to Excellent. play some more. And, how far did you get in it, Jono? Um, like how? I got up to the 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 first boss at the end of the first tower or whatever it is. I don't get how the tower system works. But I got to the top. He killed me. Unlocked a new character. Then got past the first boss and up to the second one. Cool. 
Yeah. Excellent. So I was pretty impressed at how well I went. But then, you know. It's a, it's, it's a brilliant game. I, I loved it all the way to the very, very end. And then it was just a lesson in frustration for me. You finished it a couple of times, Chase, correct? I have, yeah. Slay the, Slay the Spire is one of those games that I have on like multiple platforms and I've been through it like many, many times. Um, it, pretty much that and Spelunky are the two, the two that I just uh, will go Spelunky. back to again and again. Um, oh, we haven't played yeah. Spelunky in ages. We should do some multiplayer again. It, multiplayer Spelunky is a tricky thing. Like I find that it's fun. quite hard to play, yeah. We're not far away from Spelunky 2, guys, so there's that. But it's funny you're saying about... It's, PS4. Um, it's PS4 and PC only. I'm out. PC. Sorry, Jono. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been playing Hearthstone too, Jono, now, like, which uh-huh. is kind of a you know similar sort of game. And I've been doing this Witchwood, I think it's called, Trials of the Witchwood or something. And there's eight trials. And I kept on getting into like the fifth or sixth and just getting decimated. And I've been Googling like how on earth you can do this. And I read this one person who had their tips. And it was, these are the strategies that I use to win the game. And I read all of these tips and I'm going, wow, this is like, uh, you need a lot of luck to be able to get these cards and get all these powers and whatnot. And then I read, I read back, went to the beginning again. And I like the part that I just skipped over, the guy had played 155 games and won six times and he'd given tips, which was hilarious. So I've stopped playing it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have that sort of time. (laughs) So what else have you guys been playing besides, you know, the usual answer? Um, I've been playing a lot of Spirit Pharaoh. I want to try that. um, I downloaded it. Yeah, I I, I played the demo of that when it was on good old games, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, It's on Game Pass for both PC and for Xbox. There doesn't appear to be any Play Anywhere feature, so the the save doesn't cross over. Rude. Um, At least not that I've noticed, but not many games support that anyway. (laughs) Uh, But Spiritfarer is um, a Studio um, Ghibli-inspired... In terms of of the art, at least, and even, even, even the locations that you go to. Um, a story about a girl who um, ferries <laughs> ferries the spirits of um, of animals yep. um, uh, to some a place called the Everdor. So essentially, these animals have um, unfinished business, um, and uh, you take them on this boat uh, and uh, call the spirit pharaoh. <laughs> and um, what if and- the animals have been bad? Is there a hell equivalent that you can take them to? You know, just drop them off in the, the place so that you belong. You take over from Charon. Um, who oh. I believe in mythology yes. is actually the boatman for the River Styx. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a little bit of that, but I'm, I'm getting the vibe that these animals aren't actually animals and it's just the way they talk. They speak in a very human way. Yeah. Like I'm dealing with an animal at the moment who's trying to track down her husband who seems to be a little bit promiscuous and is uh, has, has, has many partners. What a bastard. Um, um, you, you would think that this was a kid's game and it is, but some of the, the dialogue in it, um, is clearly for adults. Um, but, but isn't the gameplay not for kids? Like, isn't it kind of like a simulation and very kind of time management sort of thing or not? Am I no, not at all. You can, time doesn't matter in this game other okay. than the fact that the fairy stops moving when um, it's sleepy time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and and then you just go to bed and you wake up and you're good. Okay. There is no there is no day. Um, like, like, there is no sort of, you can only do things at night. You can only do things at day. There are some benefits at night. Uh, like when you're fishing and stuff like that. I bet um, there's some benefits in that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, time. like ultimately, yeah. But ultimately, it's um, it's really just for a look. Like you know, okay. as as the sun goes down, the sort of setting changes and so on. Um, but you collect these animals, you build this boat, and there's like a Tetris kind of 
game mechanic where you um, expand oh, the boat, but you can only somewhere. fit you can you can only fit X amount of um, uh, buildings on this boat, and you can move them around, and they sort of interlink with one another. So for those that really want to get all of the buildings and make them fit sort of perfectly um, perfectly on the boat, that there's a, there's a lot of fun to be had there. Um, there's a lot of little secrets and little hidey holes. It reminds me a, a bit of Hollow Knight in the way that they've hidden some of these secrets. Um, and you just travel from it's a it's a big archipelago. You just travel from island to island, and you just meet these amazing characters. Um, it's exceeded my expectations. I thought it was going to be a, a short game. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can already tell now that this is going to be this is going to be big. Um, it, it, you know, it's reminiscent of games like Animal Crossing and stuff like that as well, but um, with a bit more sort of side-scrolly goodness. And the beauty of it is that even though it doesn't advertise it at all, if anybody turns on a second controller, you take over for the cat that follows the main character Stella around. And the things that you do, you're not really playing second fiddle. Like the things that you do really do benefit the main character. In fact, playing as two people is, I wouldn't say it's cheating because you're not, there's nothing to lose. You can't, there's no death. There's no, you know, there's no stakes, but it's just, you can attend to your chores a lot quicker, watering crops, that sort of stuff. So if I was to, I guess if I was to um, sort of do a hybrid there, you know, you've got, you've got your Animal Crossing, you've got a bit of Stardew Valley, a little bit of Tetris, um and, a and of, a side scrolling um, side scrolling rpg it kind of looks a bit like um kingdoms um what was that game yeah yeah absolutely um was it called uh, kingdoms? I the name of it two two king oh i can't remember what two, it's called two something or another yeah yeah it's, a good game. it's on my computer actually i'm sure i can find <laughs> um kingdom two crowns um two crowns. That's it. so uh yeah it, it has that kind of look it's not really pixel art though it, it looks hand drawn it's it's closer to cuphead in terms of the drawing than oh. than anything else um and and oh yeah, on that as well, I've, I've played a, a fair bit of Battletoads, um, and that again is reminiscent of of things like uh, Cuphead and and Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Mm. Yeah, I, I think honestly, you'd have a really good time, and I think M would probably be happy to pick it up and play it. Um, the the controls just they're fairly intuitive, and yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot makes a lot of sense. I find it hard convincing M on certain games. Like for instance, we were playing uh, Overcooked. Uh, the other night because we like playing that um, against each other, but she always will play just one level, and that's the the that's original enough. city level with no, like you know, no moving things. Yeah. And every yeah. time, every couple of times that we play it, I'll like try and sneak in a different level just to mix it up. But if there's too much moving about, you know, we don't play it again. So I found a level last night or the night before, one of the boat levels where only one thing in the middle moves and it doesn't really impact the gameplay. So I've right. got her in. So I'm really concerned, like Battletoads, you know, it's not Streets of Rage and she grew up with Streets of Rage. So I'm probably not going to win there. And and Spirit Fair, she liked the look of, but if it's a long game, I don't know how much luck I'm going to have. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll speak to Battletoads as well. I played oh. it with my two with my two girls. <laughs> so oh, yeah. one is, yeah, one's six and one's four. So, you know, the four-year-old, very, you know, when we played, um, uh, uh, four guys together. She was just like having fun running into things. But with this, she was able to play it. Like it's just going from left to right, up and down. Very simple. Just keep on pressing, you know, attack. And that's what she was doing. She felt like she was, um, you know, helping out. But at the end of every battle, it came up with a little message on the screen saying like, what was the, what's the wording? And it's like token award or, you know, basically <laughs> something sort of like just for, just for turning up. Um, but a lot of achievements pop, Jono. You were like this, playing in three players. But we got through probably yeah. the first, like, five stages. Um, you know, the humor's 
it's very juvenile, but they weren't getting all of it. But um, the art style, like you said, Jace, I think it it's kind of like what you remember about the old Battletoads, like with a giant foot coming out um, and the stage where you're on the little um, scooter things going up the screen. And um, that was, you know, like early, very early on in the game. I, 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 I It was a very hard game, but I finished it when I was young. I don't think I could finish it now, but, you know, we were, I was probably, I don't know, you guys would say the same thing, but I was better at video games when I was younger, obviously. It, because It was one of those those pixel-perfect platformers from back in the day where mm. if you didn't get the jump exactly right, it was game over. And um, it wasn't, you know, Battletoads is very much, it, it looks like a kid's game, but then again, a lot of games back in those, those days did look like kid's games. Um, but, you know, it was in the same vein as like games like uh, Aladdin and Lion King. Yeah. Those, those games were at times pixel-perfect. And if you didn't get it right, you'd lose and, and yeah. have to start the level again or the whole game again. Um, and that's, that's, I think people remember, remember that they're nostalgic, nostalgic for that difficulty. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't have, like we have right now, thousands of games and, oh, you know, so literally, I reckon I've got on the, um, Epic game store, I've never put my credit card into that game store and I would have about 50 incredible games on there. I think I said what? this last week. So yeah, I've got like GTA on there, Jono. It's it's incredible. So um, I'm yeah, no, but not, Battle there's no, it's all PC, and you know, with the way things are going between Epic and and um, their friends, everyone Apple, else, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no, yeah, so yeah, I but I am. Like I'm, I'm worn out with the amount of different services that are available. Uh, yeah. Twitch, not Twitch, sorry, Amazon just announced their own as well, um, and they're giving a, people a bunch of free games. Oh, yeah, it's tied to Prime, isn't it? It's um because it now is, Twitch yeah. is Prime That's, Gaming. Yeah, uh, it's part Amazon. Yeah. yeah. Amazon Gaming's been out there for a while. I've got Amazon, and I didn't even know it was a thing until about two months ago. Most of the games are like old kind of Metal Slug-esque sorts of games. What is it, SNK? Um, and all them, but um, there's a couple of okay ones there. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Like when I turn my computer on, I've probably got about seven different applications that run games. Ubisoft have one yeah. as well that I've got. Um, EA yeah, Origin. Yeah, I, if I put it on now, obviously Steam, which is just my Steam library, like everyone's, is just insane. Um, yeah, Bethesda, Epic, and yeah, and then the other one, Xbox as well, with their Game Pass on PC now. I've I've really tried to limit what I'm buying on PC these days, and if if I have to, if I can buy something, I'll always buy it on good old games every yeah, single time. But it's not always available, um, and so sometimes Steam is the the necessary evil there. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I'm trying to just let, like I know if I get into Epic, I'll start having games on that platform and this, and I'm just trying to. I've got too many titles. I, I'm you, I'm you really sh- just trying to stick to. You game should parts. get Epic though, because they do four games generally a month. Like every two weeks, there's a new game up there, and like there's yeah, I'll, I'll put my I'm thing a, on now. There's good games that have come. I know, for free. I know there is, but I'm at a point now, Joe, where like I've got I, I do have Epic. I, I have Civilization. I got GTA. So but I just free, I don't want free. any more games. I don't want any more games, even if they're free. I, I don't want them. Like. Yeah. I don't care if they're free. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. You know what I, I don't want? Know. I want a PC to play. I've got all of the Homeworld games, including um, uh, the Deserts of Carrick on good old games. Can't play most of them because <laughs> I've got no PC. Uh, joys. Yeah. Um, what else are we playing? Oh, I'm still going with Ghost of Tsushima. I'm just doing exactly the same thing as last time. Just I'm moving. I'm probably about halfway up the map, so I'm just 
was in the south and it's been going north and clearing every single little question mark, every um, mission as I go up. And then if anything appears below, I just go back to that. And that's kind of how I'm playing this game. I'm not really worried about what's the main story and what's not. I want to, I'm not, I don't care about trophies on the PlayStation, but I want to just see everything in this game because it's, it's such a interesting experience, the whole thing. And I, I love again, how the world is kind of presented. I think it's an awesome game. This is suspiciously um, becoming like your um, Witcher Three to Jace's yes, but, point. Yes, but it's it's not as overwhelming though. I love the way the map is done. So it's got the fog of war in Witcher. When I I'm sure it was like, I don't know if it was when you first played it, but when I played it, you could see the whole map at the very beginning, like everything was there. Is that right, Jace? Am I remembering right. it correctly? Yeah. So, but with this, it's it's got the fog of war there, and as you go, things clear, and I don't feel so overwhelmed. Like if I could have seen everything at once i probably would have been like yep i'm not doing that there's there's just it's just too much but like i've probably done i feel like i've done about followed about 30 or so foxes around so you go to a fox den and rather than just kind of you're finished you follow the fox to the the fox shrine and it's you know it's silly little thing but i really like doing it and then i get there and sometimes i pat the fox as well which is a nice little mechanic um, i don't know if you should pat foxes in real life but anyway um yeah, I, I like how it's not everything shown at once. That that kind of speaks to me in a in a better way than when I saw The Witcher and there was like in that first part of the game, I don't know, a hundred or something little icons. It was just overwhelming. It, it is overwhelming, but the thing is, and I, and I know this now from playing Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, most of these open world games have absolutely nothing to do. They have so much to do, but it's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's fetch quests and it's, you know, there's no real story behind it. There's somebody stuck on top of a mountain. There's somebody stuck in a tree. Bandits. Horizon. Sorry? Bandits. 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 Absolutely. It's bandits all over again. And, and Horizon is very much one of those games. And I love the uh, gameplay loop. I like running around and hunting mechanical dinosaurs. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm already finding myself burning out from it just because I don't, I know what type of game it's going to be beginning to end. And it isn't so much the amount of things to do, it's the quality of those things. Um, you, you Assassin's, will like... Assassin's Creed fails on that horribly, and, oh, yeah. and Horizon, unfortunately, does as well for me. You would like Ghost of Tsushima. There's thought, like the, all those little incidental things, like finding... The, even when you find like a haiku area, it's, it's awesome. You get to compose a haiku. So you, you choose between three options for each line. Um, but yeah, things like fox dens and finding swords and hats and all that, I understand that wouldn't be your thing, but I feel the rewards are really cool because you get a new like you know color for your outfit or a new sword color or whatever. But the actual story missions are all you know really cool. Like I did one last night where um, this lady, um, sorry, this lady was telling me about this fishing village, and there was a man there that escaped and um, had uh, her, her, the man's wife came and saw her a long time ago and the man was abusive and the woman felt bad that she let the woman go and she was always worried about her then we heard about them so we went and investigated them and unfortunately when we got there the woman and the child had been killed so we went to find the guy and then the guy was like well i killed them because the mongols would have killed them worse like they would have tortured them so i did the right thing and as we're talking the woman that i'm with just like slices the guy she's like i can't can't stand to hear this guy speak um, and it's like, you know, it was a little story. It was, you know, maybe 10 minutes of gameplay, but everything's kind of like that. There's a story to everything you're doing. There's no like, go and find 10 
flowers or you know whatever it there's a story there's a little backstory to it and you kind of go and do it so it, it it really fleshes out the world nicely i think jace's face says i'm not buying a ps4 again <laughs> fair enough <laughs> fair not enough. no no look i i get it um i again for open world stuff there just hasn't been anything like yeah, no. the witcher for me and i want to like horizon because it plays better than the witcher it's it's actually more fun but i'm just i don't feel as invested i need i need more and i need i I need more effort put into these big games because there's like such huge shoes to fill now in the industry and unfortunately the only people are going to be able to compete uh cd project red themselves with cyberpunk like i I, we can't say that it's going to be a 10 out of 10 super amazing game but if there's any game that's going to be there's a higher chance of that than than you know than other games like the new assassin's creed and, and the new watchdogs um but we'll see we don't. We don't yeah. know, right? They could. They could yeah. stuff it up. <laughs> yeah, we're in an interesting limbo right now when it comes to gaming, aren't we? It's a, a lot of waiting for next gen, and at the moment, all next gen is really showing off to us is better graphics, but not necessarily any major changes in gameplay. And um, I, th- I think the one thing I really didn't expect to say, and I think I might have said it on a podcast at least twenty podcasts ago, was I love Game Pass and all the indie games that are appearing on it. I think I found indie games to be more satisfying in the last year and a half than most of the big releases. Yeah. Not to say that I haven't found a lot of fun in the big releases, but yeah, the indie games have been very rewarding while the big releases like, you know, Warzone for us has been fantastic. It's been a great way to connect over uh, this COVID period in a way I never expected. Like I didn't expect to come back into a Call of Duty game um, Hmm. and not, you know, at the point where we're playing what, almost like we were back in the Halo two days or the Halo three days. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. I, I was saying before about the Epic, I just, Game Store, I just had a look through quickly. 116 games I've got for free, like with gems <laughs> like Superhot, um, Stanley Parable, um, the, the Messenger, um, Rayman Legends, which is one of the best games of all time. If, Con, how many times have you got that for free? Seriously. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, but it's true. Um, a lot of Lego Batman games, um, the Batman Arkham games, um, Farming Simulator, if you're into that, Celeste, Borderlands 2, and pre-sequel. Like, there's heaps. Civ, like you said before. Um, Ape Out, which is an awesome game. That's on Game Pass as well. Excuse me. I um, told you about that one ages ago. I'm going to play it on yeah, Game Pass I've, Achievements. I've, I've played it a couple of times, yeah. Um, that, that second stage in Ape Out where you're going through the office complex, yeah. I finished that whole stage and I did it again straight away. That was so cool. That was a good stage. Great game. Great game. I, I, I am still, and I've mentioned this before, I'm still concerned about getting burnt out from playing too many titles. I find that I'll, yeah. when I have too many free titles, and unfortunately I can consider Game Pass in that free category a little bit, um, yeah. these games pop up. I'll play, like there was this game, I played three games in the last, like, sort of, hour or so before this i played crossing souls darksiders genesis and undermine all on game pass yeah and i was just like yeah i'm done with those but like i know that if i gave them more of a chance that i could potentially have a really really good time with them i just need to get past that threshold but there's just too many things to play and then if i add 116 free games i'll never get out of the house <laughs> yeah. um or i'll never want to get out of the house and well, you're uh, you know allowed to so you know or you, you minimize in your getting out of the house take advantage <laughs> yeah <laughs> the truth is i have not played most of those games and yeah like yeah. the ones that i have played i've played them on other platforms already so um, but for you know for somebody who doesn't want to you know who, who's bought a computer and you know doesn't want to go and spend money there's a lot of 
good quality free things out there now. I think it's it's you know it's an interesting way to get people in to try and buy more. But I don't think you need to spend a cent to get some quality gaming. Yeah. Well, on the on the topic of uh, on the topic of going out this Friday, I'm going to the movies, and I've not been to the movies in a very very long time. I've booked a nice gold class session. We're going to go and see Tenant, the new Christopher Ooh, Nolan film. Can't wait. Yes. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing that on the big screen. I saw an article recently that was saying um, Tenant is good, but is it worth going outside for? Um, I think this, this possibly applies more to, to, to countries that are a touch more locked down than, than Australia is, or that Sydney is at least. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I am very much looking forward to that in, in a big way. And yeah. um, like the last, I think the last Christopher Nolan film I might have seen on the big screen was probably maybe Dark Knight or, or yeah. whatever the one was after that. Um, but with that awesome segue, Batman. Let's yeah. talk about Batman. Good, good. I'm glad you remembered because I've completely forgotten. Um, <laughs> I have not either. Uh, I, I enjoyed the trailer. It left me with more questions than answers. Um, like I know there was Riddler pieces in there and is the Joker in the movie? I don't know because there's, there's those guys that he beats up quite viciously, which is really cool. But um, yeah, not that I'm more for the vicious, but... So, like... So with with this version of the Batman, I feel like it's in its it, it clearly is it appears to be in its own universe. I don't yeah. think it's in the same universe as uh, the Joker. Although I would be completely down for a more realistic sort of Batman film. Like mm-hmm. he he looked more like Batman than I expected him to. I was actually expecting this dude who's kind of in like body armor that he gets from like a Walmart or something. Like I like <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't expecting I was expecting him to sort of be a little bit more makeshift yep. kind of you know what i mean i know he's a billionaire um but uh i i just i don't know i wasn't expecting that and you know it could have fallen in line a little bit with the with the joker movie the recent joker movie yeah um there's talks of this potentially even being an r-rated film which i'm definitely in for mm. um but yeah i don't know i don't know how dark they're gonna go well hasn't dc just pretty much confirmed that every dc movie is now all part of the same multiverse so this is this is their take on instead of like Marvel's got the one continue can uh, uh, one. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for universe, you know, so it's, yep. it's everything that happens in there tends to tie into uh, some degree. Uh, they call it like earth something or another. Isn't it got a number? Jonah? It's, you it's know a number, it yeah, 46. It does have a number. Is it, oh, I can't remember what the MCU's number is. It's actually a big number. Um, Cause the comic universe, the main one is uh, earth 616. Okay. But for DC, yeah, apparently, and the one that's going to cement this is the Flash movie that's coming yeah. is not only going to have Michael Keaton, but it's also going to have Ben Affleck come back into it. Amazing. And this is meant to be cementing the idea that every DC movie that's happened exists in its own universe and therefore can cross over through a multiverse, which is just nuts. So, so they all saw the movie of the... Last ten years or so into the Spider Verse, and they're like, "Let's do that because that was the best movie ever." Which is, well, which is, whatever. I don't, I don't need them to explain all these movies being together. If they want to do the Joker as they've done it, that's up to them. I didn't like the movie much, but um, if they want to do, you know, Batman with Ben Affleck and Batman with um, Robert Pattinson at the same time, I, I'm not going to be confused by it. It's pretty obvious. It's not the same character um and they, they're going very tonally different like they saw the we all saw the um justice league what is it going to be four hours snyder cut um oh, which yeah. which everyone has asked for but i don't think anyone's going to want when it comes out because that movie i, I don't know how adding two hours to it is going to make it better um 
but anyway, I think the Batman looks cool. Like I think Robert Patterson, that's a that's a cool kind of you know cool kind of get. Um, he's an interesting kind of take. Uh, I would never have thought of him as Batman. I did call Christian Bale forever ago uh, when Ali and I watched. Um, what was that movie he was in? American Psycho. I'm like, this guy will be the best Batman. Um, I, I should have made a better prediction on something else, put some money to it. But um, yeah, I think I think I like the look of it. And I, I think you guys said before when we were playing Warzone how it kind of looked a bit um, Batman Arkham kind of in terms of the combat. I definitely agree with that. It's kind of the inspiration for it. Yeah. Actually, Ben speaking... Affleck. Oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry, no. Ben Affleck's fighting style in, in um, Batman vs. Superman was very aggressive. And I... My favorite Batman is Ben Affleck's Batman. Not, it's not my favorite Batman movie, um, but he is my favorite version of Batman that I've seen. He, he really, he really brought the comic to life. Um, but and I just, I just like he's just a huge dude. Like he looked, yeah, he looked imposing. He, yeah. he was terrifying, right? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, a, it wasn't a voice or anything like that. It was just, it was his overall look. But there was a fantastic scene in, in Batman vs Superman. There weren't many, but this was one of them, <laughs> where um, where he's in the corner of a room and, you're and say that. he's, exactly. he's fear embodied, right? Like people yeah. are terrified of this dude. And I, I really feel as though for 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 Arbats, that's what we're going to call him. Arbats. Um, for Arbats, we're going to <laughs> um, we're going to see that that kind of fighting style. It's not it's not really this sort of Krav Maga kind of Christian Bale style. It's it's more just sort of. I don't know, it looked like MMA fighting or something. It was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. Um, and I'm just like, that guy's dead, man. Like, he's 100% dead. Like, just he's, the way he laid into him. He wouldn't survive. It's like that. <laughs> yeah, he's crippled for life, yeah. Might as well be dead, right? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking... And there was a un- completely unrecognizable um, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, you cool. won't notice him. If I didn't wow. tell you it was Colin Farrell, you would never wow. see it in a million years. I don't even remember um, the Penguin. Was he in that? That's cool. Who, who do we get as uh, he's well? He's not the penguin yet. So the penguin uh, that we have in this movie is he's he's, he's leaning into it. He's sort of becoming yeah. a gangster. Yeah, he's still, and uh, and I think Falcone is is the big is the big crime boss in this film. Yeah, okay. Um, with the yeah. Riddler being an absolute psychopath. Like I'm getting a vibe that the Riddler in this is kind of a cross between well, the Riddler and and Victor Zars, the um, yep. the the serial killer guy that pops up. He was Vic, the, Victor Zars was in uh, a Harley Quinn as well. Um. Which I like Victor Zars as a as a villain. He's very very cool. Yeah. Um, and Catwoman and as well. I got Catwoman, Catwoman as, well, as well. Yeah. Which would be interesting. And then we've got Andy Serkis as uh, as Alfred. Oh wow. Okay. Do you know yeah, what? Made me the... Even more excited though from this DC fan zone stuff. Besides the Batman, it was the two games that they announced that you guys pointed out to me before I'd even noticed that it happened. And in particular, the Suicide Squad. What do yeah, you that looked awesome. Yeah, it looked incredible. Like It was just a tonal kind of trailer. It wasn't any gameplay thing. And it's not coming out for like two years or so. But yeah, they've kind of absolutely nailed the humor. And, you know, with the... Um, Oh, what's his name? The director of the new Suicide Squad movie, James Gunn. Yep. With that coming out, they've kind of... It, it kind of stitched nicely... With that, you know, with what they're showing there, um, yeah. I like the choice of characters. They look really different and interesting. Um, but yeah, and that that kind of ending point. I know, Jace, you're a big fan of having, you know, Superman as the bad guy. Uh, but mm. what a cool title! Like, kill the Justice League. What a what a great premise for a game. Like, how underdog are they? Oh, and also that it's set in the um, the Arkham universe. Yes, I read about that after too. Yeah, which is like you know really interesting that we're gonna. Have them try and kill off, you know, Batman from that universe and Superman and 
oh, don't kill Kevin Conroy, Batman. <laughs> it's it's interesting with having them as villains, right? Because uh, a lot of games, you know, you you might already know about sort of the villains that exist. You know, you play Arkham Asylum and you know that you're going up against the Joker. But like, I, I don't know how to explain this. I'll try my best. But like, villains are villains. We know what they are. We know what they're about. It's there's a very good chance that they're going to do something bad. But when you're going up, when you're playing as vigilantes or as anti-heroes that the Suicide Squad kind of are, well, not really. The Suicide Squad are villains themselves. Um, you know, they're just they're just being manipulated by another villain. Um, but to go up against these these good guys, essentially, is, is pretty amazing. Although then again, I'm getting the vibe that Batman is just going to be Batman. He's not going to be an evil version of himself, where this Superman is clearly like a messed up version of Superman. Like he's this guy's he's killing people. Appar- so, apparently, isn't it? Um, oh, what's his name? Brainiac. That's um, right. That's behind the Justice League Gone Evil. Because there's a big like, picture of of him at the start, where we ship it at the start of the the trailer. What what's the, what's the name of the the woman? Amanda Waller or something yeah. like that. The woman that something controls like that. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Waller or Wallace, maybe. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah. So she's not a good person. No. Like, it would have been completely fine playing as the villains and having the good guys just be good guys. Like, you just going up against the good version of Batman as well. I would have been fine with that. You don't need to make Superman a bad guy. He's imposing and scary enough as is as a good guy. Um, He's even more, ten times more as a bad guy. (laughs) Well, you're absolutely right. But, like, there's also an interesting twist that they could have went with, which is, like, Batman doesn't kill people. Superman certainly tries not to kill people. So you're going up against these villains who are actively trying not to kill you in the process. And that doesn't really happen in video games very often, where you're going up against somebody who's trying to not kill you um, or or doing their best. But anyway, we'll see what happens. We don't know yet. Yeah. And I hate to disappoint you, Jono, but you just said previously that you didn't want to see Don't Kill Kevin Conroy's Batman. Well, that's kind of the whole premise of Gotham Knights. Yes, I know that he's. Although, is it was it Kevin Conroy voicing him in that scene? I don't think it was. Oh, I just assumed it was, but maybe it isn't. That's the continuation of the last Batman games, isn't it? Like that's no, apparently it's a separate universe. Yeah, that's what I read. It's actually not part of that universe, which is like it looks like it is, but apparently it's not. I would have read them both a completely opposite way. (laughs) Yes, exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that, honestly, that game looks incredible. I, I'm, I'm down to play that. I think the combat looked just like the other ones, but very, like in terms of the fluidity of it. But the ver- variation between the characters looked really cool. Um, the graphics are beautiful. Those games are those games are, are well above kind of their league at the time. I thought they always looked incredible. Um, but yeah, it you know the way that they you know there was one character who was teleporting and Batgirl looks like she plays like Batman used to. But um, yeah, I, I'm very much interested in playing that. No, it looks cool. How how different do we think that it's actually going to be from the Arkham games, though? Because in the later Arkham titles, you could play as all sorts of different people. You could play as Catwoman, you could play as Nightwing, you could play as Robin. It just seems like it's that again. Mm. Yeah, this, it doesn't this look all also... that different. It just doesn't have Batman, which sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Let's, for a second, leave it right there. Switch for our last topic, which is... Um, I know all three of us played the Avengers beta on the weekend. Let's switch to the Marvel Universe um, opinions. Oh, you're pointing to me, radio. Oh, no opinions whatsoever. Come I got right, opinions, look, but uh, yeah. I don't think you want to hear them. Hey, right. do, you want, do you know what I got to say, Jono? Yeah. So, so my son played it, and it was awesome at the beginning. Yeah. And then it went on, and it wasn't so awesome. Like the opening where you play, you, so you play as the, 
different yeah, Avengers. Yeah, I, play, I played through the... It, it's it's was, the trailer that we saw when they first announced it, essentially. What a great sell for the game. Like, if they yeah. just kind of stopped it after that, I think we would have been like, yeah, we're definitely buying this game. There was some sort of Fortnite kind of tie-in that he wanted to get, so he played the challenge room things. And when he started the challenge rooms, that's when I lost complete interest in it. Um, and then just moving around the helicarrier, I was not yeah, sold there. But the opening, if if the story of the game is like that, where it's you know very kind of the, the, the locations change a lot and there's lots of set pieces and things. I think that'd be really cool, yeah. but I'm not sold. I'll, I'll wait. I've said it from the very beginning. I'll wait for reviews for this one. Yeah. Jace? Uh, it's lazy game design. So yep. um, every single character plays the exact same way. Uh, they did the worst thing in the world, which was they pulled a Superman 64 on me. And every time I fly up in the air as Iron Man, I get pulled into something and then, like I can't play as Iron Man in the air anymore. I don't know what they do, but like it's like you're hitting like an invisible wall, yeah. Or like it's the, the countdown thing. It's like in Warzone when you try and get out of Vedance. That's fair enough because Vedance is big enough. I can go anywhere else, but like I, that that annoyed me. But I, it, initially, I I actually quite liked it. I thought it was very very clever that the um the same control scheme was used for all the characters. You know, Hulk throws things, Iron Man blasts his Iron Man blaster. And Captain America does his shield thing. I, I get all, and but I don't know. It, they're all the same characters. Like they're all they're they're not doing anything different. What they could have done with this is that every character is very is quite different. So when you're playing four player, which I assume you must be able to do, yeah, I would I think hope so. so. When you're playing as four player, you you each have skills that complement. You know, yeah, you know, and I'm I'm not saying like you know. Um, Hulk is the guy that moves the boulder out of the way and um, Iron Man flies over the thing. They could have done that as well. That's the um, Avengers movie, uh, games, isn't that's it? The, <laughs> the Lego games, yes. Uh, yeah, it is. But Well, that, that makes sense in the Lego games, but I don't know. I'm not getting... I don't know. I think they just followed sort of what they thought was popular at the time and instead of making it its own thing. And like, Marvel gets so much right, man. Like, I just feel that they they could have... I don't know. I don't know why Square Enix is making this game. Yeah, Crystal Dynamics. Give it, to, give it to like Guerrilla Games or give it to like, uh, you think so? Like, yeah, what? I think it's so a thing. Yeah. Marvel money, man. So do you want to hear my yeah. opinion? Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you guys. The, oh, thank God. This game is going to be one that I will play if it goes nice and cheap for like 10 bucks one day. Um, so it far, I'm, I'm not sold because you're right. The the characters didn't feel that different. I, the Hulk should be able to jump really far. And he makes, uh, you know what, Miss um, Marvel could jump further than the Hulk could jump in a single jump with his big boundy legs. Um, I, and when I punched a human, like from AIM, just a normal armoured human, you know, not the, one of the higher ones, it took three punches from the Hulk to take him down. Yeah, and so did Thor's hammer. Like, oh, he, it, it was, was ridiculous. I felt horribly underpowered for the, the, the heroes I was playing as. So, yeah, no, I was, I was, you know, I really wanted to like it and I was disappointed. There was a hilarious thing in the at the end of the first opening part where you haven't played as Black Widow yet, and then the bad guys like they're going to unleash something that's going to stop all the hero powers or whatever, and you're like, "What? So, so what? Black Widow's now about to become the most powerful Avenger, is she?" <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, I, I, I'm with you guys there, though. Funny game, but yeah. I think this game is going to sell really, really well. Like, I think when yeah. people see that there is an Avengers game where you can play as all these different Avengers, and it looks like it looks, and that opening part of the game is going to be all the ads that we're going to see leading up to it, yeah. which makes the game look incredible. I think this game is going to be huge, but it won't have, I don't think uh, it'll have legs. 
Yeah, no, neither do I. I think it might sell some some copies to start with. In fact, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when I was working at Toys R Us and The Simpsons Wrestling came out and everyone brought it because it was The Simpsons and you got to fight each other and they quickly realized what an absolutely rubbish game it was. <laughs> so it then sat on the shelves for ages. It, um, it was but it not, sold it, gangbusters to begin with. It was not Simpsons Hit and Run, which is a brilliant game. That was a brilliant game. Or that was, was a brilliant game. Yeah, I, don't brilliant game. I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it hold up yeah, today. No. Yeah. Um, cool. So this has been Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. You can find us in the usual places like versusplayer.com, uh, and all the places that you usually find podcasts as well as Instagram when I pull my finger out and post the next archive title and <laughs> and you'll also find us on Facebook which is usually just tied over from Instagram so see us next week as we talk about more fun game things and maybe the odd movie perhaps even some action figures see you next time this is player.